I can't tell. There we go. Okay. We are officially yeah. recording. Thank God. I hope it works. I hope so, too. If this doesn't work, I'm just going <laughs> to throw my computer then, across. Then, fuck it. Yeah. Okay, well, hello. Well, yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, this is episode three. This is our first time doing this uh, via the internet. We're not together right now, which no. sucks, but... Yeah, it's very sad, but... Gotta do what we gotta do. Yeah. I hope it doesn't sound too terrible. I hope everyone can deal with that. It's gonna sound not great, but... There's so many podcasts that are horrible, and they're doing great. They're doing fine, but they have, like, the that's... worst sound. Yeah, that's true. They can get over it. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to listen to us, or do you not? Like, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're doing things kind of differently today. Did you pick a topic for yourself also to talk about, or did you just make mine? Um, I picked one... As well, I don't. I think it might be along the same lines as what you, from what you told me last time, it might be along the same lines, um, as like an evil woman. I think. Oh, well, my lady is not evil, but okay, maybe I made that um, up in my mind. It'll uh, it'll give it some some variety. Yeah, a little a little contrast. <laughs> yeah, we we have a hero and a villain. <laughs> yes, perfect. Okay, do you want to go first? Ooh, um, yeah, sure. I guess we'll start with the uh, the evil, and then we'll go on to the more... Leave it on, on a lighter note, as I like yeah, to say. Yeah, we'll, we'll end on a happy note. Should we Should we address our last, or our first episode that we posted, and what... Uh... Yeah, you know what, I think we should, just to kind of give everybody our, like, what we are truly believe in our hearts kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need, do we have, like, a, a fucking, what would you call it, like, a service, not a service, like a... Like a PSA, like a public service announcement, or like well, a... Like, what our mission statement is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think we have a mission statement, but I think this would be a good time to make one, maybe? Yeah, okay, well, we had lots of great constructive criticism about our first episode that we posted, but one comment was made that... And I'm totally sure that lots of other people thought that, too, that we came off as man-haters, like, just fucking men. Whoops. <laughs> which, I guess we need to clarify, is not the case. Not at we... all. <laughs> <laughs> We're married. <laughs> Two men. Two and that's men. not the only reason that we respect men. <laughs> <laughs> we only like the guys we marry. No. We respect all people. We're about equality. I don't know why we got so far. I, I honestly remember thinking that when we were talking about it. I was like, Jesus, we are getting dark with this. Like, I just think it kind of got out of hand. And I don't know. If, you don't, if you're not around us a lot, I feel like we tend to get a little exaggerated and hyperbolic about things. But Oh, for sure. But it's not serious or intentional or even like comes from a place of hate. We just get, we get all riled up. There was wine involved. We were getting rowdy. It was not... Yeah, dude, by the end of that podcast, we were shit-faced. Like, let's be real. Let's be real. We finished, I don't know, probably two bottles of wine. Maybe. I can't remember. But... It might have just been one, but it was also only you and me drinking, so... Oh, see, that that's true. (laughs) Not that alcohol is an excuse, but we get... We get a little feisty when we drink. Oh, my God. Anyway. uh, Needless to say. (laughs) 
<laughs> Needless to say, we I I feel like that's a fucking public service announcement that needs to be made. Like we're gonna go off on tangents about things and get really exaggerated about things, but that's not necessarily how we feel about it all the time. Yeah, it could just be in a particular moment and pertaining to a specific topic that gets us heated. I mean, or we're just being fucking dramatic. That happens too. That does happen too. I mean, <laughs> name me an, a really great entertainer who is not dramatic, and you won't name one. That's what I, that's what I think. <laughs> so you've never exaggerated anything in your entire life? Eat my ass. You sound boring. <laughs> anyway, none of this is aimed at the person who made that comment because. No, no, no. I care about and respect, but this is just a. Uh, yeah, no, this, this is, is. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. We're just updating our mission statements. Yes, yeah, we got to keep our our uh, the mission clear in that we love all and want all to be treated equally and just peace, love, and happiness. Unless sure. you're a shitty person. Yeah, then fuck off. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Anyway, yes, uh, you are going first, so tell me who your lady is. So I kind of went on a tailspin of dark. I kind of looked up the most evil women in history. I thought we were trying to stay lighthearted. What happened? Well, it's it's interesting. <laughs> it's kind of weird because I don't know. You normally don't hear about women, and specifically this one. She's a serial killer. Oh, I love that shit. I know. Um, shout out to my favorite murder. But anyway, um. <laughs> You know, you mostly hear about men, like, you know, of course, like, there's always women, and, like, they're notoriously, like, they poison people, or, you know, or, like, they'll drown their kids, which is not okay, but it's never, like, they, it's never usually, like, having the same aspects of how typical male serial killers are, so I thought that was interesting, um, to kind of get into it, so they count, they called her Countess Dracula, and she was a countess in, I guess, what would be modern-day Slovakia. And she was a little, I don't know, she was a little little crazy. She got married when she was 11 years old, and she, Jesus Christ! Yes, yeah, so that's just, just to start the story off there. She got married Fuck, when what she time was period 11. was this? 1600s, like, early, late 1500s, early 1600s. Um, Oof, yeah. Yeah. And, um, she, trying to find the exact, like, who her, who she married, but, um, yeah, it was over 400 years ago, and her name was Countess, um, oh my gosh, where'd her name go? Sorry, I had it here. One day, I will have all of my shit together. I thought I copied it. Oh, yeah, Countess <laughs> Elizabeth Bathory, I think? I don't know, it's, it's like a... Oh, yeah, I've heard of her. Yes, yeah. So she was notorious, and she allegedly killed over 600 young girls by torturing them. Jesus Christ. And um, she got married when she was 11, and she kind of seemed actually kind of normal. She would um, defend young women, and she would um, actually, like, you know, like when there was, like, any time they would go in front of, like, the sheriff or whatever the equivalent was during that day, whether they were accused of, you know, sleeping around or, you know, things along that nature. Um, but 
soon her and her husband, who I cannot find his name, he doesn't matter, he ends up dying. Um, of course. Of course. But he and her kind of start on this tirade of they would go and they would like falsely hire young women from like peasants under the pretenses that they were going to be maids at, at their castle in Slovakia. And so these girls would come and then it would end up that they were just there to be tortured. And folklore says the reason that she would torture these young girls is because she wanted to drink the blood of virgin girls to con keep her being youthful. So a little bit of some kind of a, who is that? Is that Snow White who has the... Who wants to be the fairest uh, in the land, her stepmother? Yep. Kind of something yep. like that. But, like, she's actually what inspired the novel Dracula. Um, wow. Because she would supposedly drink these young girls' blood, and she would torture them by putting, like, pins up their nails, and oh, uh, stabbing them repeatedly, and uh, just, she was just really, really sick. Yeah, so jamming pins and needles under their fingernails. Then she would tie them down, smear them with honey, and leave them to be attacked by bees and ants. And Ugh. so this was kind of how she was until her husband died in the 1600s. And then that's when she became worse, when she actually got some of her um, nurses and women who were um, accused of being local witches to come and help her to capture and torture girls. And so this is going on for a while, and... Um, she would bite off chunks of flesh of these oh, girls. fuck! And then there was this one girl she randomly decided that she was going to force to cook and eat her own flesh. So she made this girl... She, I don't know if she made the girl slice off her own skin, but she made her pretty much just eat herself, which is oh, disgusting God. on so many different levels. Um, and so... But then no one really cared about this until she started um, actually kidnapping like young daughters of different um, like countess like royal people like they're the royal families that lived in the area and like the landlords once their daughters actually started disappearing is when she actually start was actually starting to get in trouble and was arrested but because she and her family were so wealthy and rich they Actually, she just ended up being imprisoned while all of her nurses and her witch friend were burned alive. Oh, so, God, and they got the fucking short end of that stick. Yeah, which I'm kind of guessing, I mean, this is me speculating, of course, but the reason that they probably were helping her out is because we're like, well, fuck, if I don't help her out, I'm going to be the one who has, you know, needles under my fingernails and I'm being, you know, attacked, so I might as well be on the other end of it. And look where that left them. <laughs> Ugh. so um yeah so she was convicted and she lived in a tower like a brick tower with no windows for five years before she died um God. yeah but her crimes were northern and they, and they think i believe i said this uh, earlier on but she might have killed up to like 300 600 girls they're not sure because you know no one really cared no one was paying attention and they these girls young girls would go missing I'm telling you, before, I would say before now, honestly, maybe, like, the 80s, like, fuck, like, being a girl, because no one cared. Like, you were just, you would be gone. No, like, dude, there's girls disappearing in Brooklyn or the Bronx, I think, right now, like, you know, low-income families, 
girls of color. There's like 14 of them missing or something. Nobody oh, knows no. what the fuck is happening, but you don't see that anywhere. No, you don't. That's just, I wonder if it's kind of like I've known, I've, I've heard, I don't know if this is true or not, but like news outlets no longer will report on serial killers because I think, I don't know who started this, but I read that there was a lot of serial killer copycats because they wanted the fame. Oh, man, you think that. Like, you th- it, that would make sense if people would stop reporting on them and glamorizing them, whether it's on purpose or not. But it's never going to stop because people want to know, and that shit sells, you know? It really does. And I think, I, I, I don't think any, like, major, often major, like, you know, respectable news outlets will not report. But, you know, you have, like, your local news or Fox News <laughs> who will still... Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Fox News Inquirer. Yes, we'll kind of keep those things alive. Um, But yeah, so I just thought that was crazy. And there were 300 witnesses who testified. Jesus Christ. Nobody liked her. Um, Yeah, I remember reading about her on several occasions. And everybody just said she was a huge bitch. Yeah, and it just makes me curious as to why because when you hear about people who um perform such vile acts towards another human being like something traumatic happened i mean maybe it was the fact that she was married at 11 to uh probably a 40 like 30 or 40 year old man yeah, Jesus Christ. I was about to say, growing up in the 1600s, I'm pretty sure you're guaranteed to have something traumatic happen. You as a child, like, your whole life was traumatic. Yes, like, just... <laughs> I always go back to this, but the hygiene, the diseases, probably the food. Oh, and I just, yeah. wouldn't you just be in a bad mood if you just didn't ever bathe? I don't know. I would be... <laughs> Not to make light of yeah the horrible oh, things that she did. Um but yeah, I just thought that was just crazy how... That's so wild. I remember reading about her, but I think what uh, what I read was that she bathed in their blood. Like yes. Like she bathtubs of it. Yes. Um, <sighs> and that was like, oh, the story that I read, I don't remember where I read this, but um, it was like she was always just really shitty to her servants and she like backhanded one in the face. Oh my gosh. And, well, and, like, the girl's blood got on her face, and she was like, oh, my God, my skin. Like, her, she thought that her skin, where the blood had gotten on her, like, looked all glowy and youthful again. And so that's, like, what was rumored to have started her on that path. Because she was like, this is how I'm going to stay young forever. I just need more blood. <laughs> Obviously, that's the new... Watch that, like, at some point in time become, like, a new fad. Like, oh, we just need It's literally a fad right now where people get... It's called the vampire uh, breast lift, and they suck, they, like, drain some of your blood and send it through, like, a blender, essentially, and then inject it back into your tits, and it works. Like, I've seen pictures of it, and it's fucking crazy. I don't understand the science behind it, but... That is <sighs> insane. I mean... There's there's fucking no limit on what people will do to, like, change their bodies. Yeah, the pursuit to have, like, the ideal body. I mean, I just think that's something that women have obviously dealt with from, I want to say, the beginning of, you know, time. Modern civilization, at least. Yeah, at least the humanity's time on Earth. Like, women have always had to struggle with that with just crazy, you know, beauty rituals 
and look, it just, you know, it even drove her to uh, drink blood, to be called a vampire. Because um, she was born, actually, in Transylvania. Uh, yes. I wonder if she was before or after Vlad the Impaler. Oh, I, you know, that's a great question. When, so she was in the 16, early 1600s. Um, Maybe he was around the same time. Vladimir. He was 1400s. Oh, he was 1400s, so he was before her. Huh. She was like, well, you know, maybe he had something going there. Yeah, Killing maybe. <laughs> but he Killing of, hundreds of people. Wasn't he insane? Like, I mean, not that she wasn't insane, but like. Yeah, he, I get I get stories it, of who was the father and who was the son in that situation a little mixed up as to like which one of them did crazier shit. But yeah. But they were fucking crazy. Like, having the entire castle and, like, their driveway essentially lined with heads on stakes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I completely forgot about this. Was this on lore? Is that where? Or is that a different story? Um, I mean, it's a really famous, like, I've, I've always heard that was who Dracula was supposed to be. Yeah, because I'm getting mixed because... Uh, I guess she was like the female, like like the Countess Dracula. So I think I bet what I'm reading is like part of I'm probably pronouncing her last name wrong, but Countess Elizabeth Bathory's life was part of the influence, but then so was um, Vlad the Impaler as well. I think he was probably more mm. so the main focus, but probably aspects of her life. Yeah, as that makes well. sense. Oof, that's fucking crazy. She was. I can't remember. Maybe it was a book that I've read or something that I know that I've read about her before and thought that she was always very interesting. Yeah, because she's, I mean, that would make sense because she's like the biggest like female serial killer that we know of. Uh, I think maybe sometimes it's not necessarily recognized because it was so long ago and so it couldn't be like entirely confirmed, you know? Yes, like, so much of it became just local legend and stuff that she was just this monstrous person. And maybe it wasn't that. But, but like, for it to be that intense, there has to be, there's always a some of truth in a yeah, lie. Yeah, I mean, definitely they said, like, there are even, like, conspiracy theories about it. Um, oh, I love those. Uh, they were saying that it was largely <laughs> politically motivated. The theory is consistent with Hungarian history at the time which includes religious and political conflict, especially relating to wars with the Ottoman Empire. So they're thinking, um, so she was a victim of a conspiracy. I guess I wonder what side she was on, because she was probably on the side of the Ottoman, because she was in the East. And then the spread of uh, Protestantism was happening, and so maybe that was kind of what was sparking it. Hmm. Yeah, because a lot of Lutherans have a problem with her because she was raised as a Cal- uh, a Calvinist. So Calvinist, hmm. yeah, that's crazy. Religion, man, pisses people off. <laughs> Jesus, it always is so, stirring up something. So crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <sighs> but well, that was a good story. Well, that was interesting, you. spooky. Yeah. Yes, super spooky. I wish it would have. We could have caught the uh, Halloween. I know. Oh, I almost, I almost thought about us just picking some female murderesses to do for Halloween, but 
I think it's I think it's nice to have them sprinkled throughout. You know, like here's some history, here's some uh, religion, here's some murder. Yeah. Sometimes women rock, rock and sometimes they really suck. <laughs> and yeah, crappy, crappy stuff. Here's a visionary. Here's a murderer. <laughs> all all cuts of all walks of life are represented. <laughs> so, um, so how about you? I want to hear want to hear what's happening on your on your end. I got so fascinated with this story because I'd never heard it before. Like anything even semi interesting, I feel like you've at least you know read two paragraphs of the wikipedia page about you know yeah yeah but this lady i have never heard of before and what she did was so cool and unlike anything any woman had ever done before her so let me tell you the story of annie london dairy um so she was born annie cohen kopchowski uh I don't remember where she was born, but when the story takes place, she was only 24 years old, and she was married with four kids. Um, So in 1894, a man in Boston bet another man $20,000 against $10,000, which was a shitload of money back then, that no woman could ride a bicycle around the world, uh, which a man had done only in 1885, so... So it had been done by a man about 10 years earlier, but uh, I don't really know why they picked her. I don't know if it was just like right place, right time. And she was there and she was like, sure. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Yeah. But she took them up. She was like, yeah, I'll do it. Wow. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So she only had three kids, but they were all under the age of six and she was 24 years old. She was busy. (laughs) And she was, she was. Jewish, which made this another really big deal, the fact that a Jewish woman set out to do this. Um, Let's see. Bikes were transforming women's lives as a respectable means of travel. So, like, at the time, women weren't supposed to travel without escorts, really, and if you were, like, a lady, you know, you didn't ride a horse. Yeah. Straddle. You rode a side saddle, and you rode in a carriage, or whatever so um and this was also when women were adopting or adopting the use of bloomers underneath their skirts ah yes the bloomer and yeah i want to do an episode about annie bloomer because she i think that was her name annie i think that sounds right but uh that was fucking cool that they because they wore hoop skirts before that like the victorian like fucking uh, corsets and everything was super high like to the ankles and to the wrists and then giant hoop skirts so it was like a pain in the ass to sit down it was a pain oh. in the ass to walk it was a pain in the ass to do everything but they started wearing bloomers which were essentially just like fluffy pants underneath their skirts um, so this was a time when they started having those so they could ride bikes be like a huge pain in the ass um, so the terms of the bet, let's see, can it, you hear me? Yes, and it was Amelia Bloomer, just... Ah, uh, okay, so I had the A, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm impressed that you remember that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would have so, not. I remember some things sometimes, but many things I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so under the terms of the bet, uh, Kapchovsky, who had ridden a bicycle for the first time only days before she left for this trip so she had never ridden a bicycle 
they make this bet and like hire her on to do it and she has to learn how to ride a bicycle in like two days oh my uh, wh- why fuck? why <laughs> it's like what prompted this at all and what would make uh, that's interesting anyway that's i so wish i was looking for more backstories like what the fuck conversation they were having where they're like oh you know a woman could never do this and if she was just like i I so wish i'm just imagining this that she just was like in the same restaurant that they were at and she overheard them from the booth behind them and was just like excuse me gentlemen you need somebody to make ten thousand dollars okay (laughs) <laughs> and done. <laughs> I'm your girl. So she fucking learned how to ride a bike in like three days. Um, she was to leave her journey with no money, uh, earn $5,000 above her expenses along the way, and finish the trip in 15 months. So those were like the parameters. So she had to not only ride this damn bike, which she just learned how to ride around the world in 15 months, but also she had to earn money on top of it? Yeah, $5,000. Which Which... is, like, and she carried with her only a change of clothes and a pistol. So it's all that she left with. Um, So before she even left Boston, she wrangled... um, advertisement space on her bicycle so she hung a sign for londonderry lithia spring water company on her bike for advertising and agreed to be called any londonderry for a hundred dollars oh my gosh that's brilliant (laughs) yeah so that's how she was making her she was like pitching to people before she left she was like look i'm gonna be all over the place give me your sign give me some money and then she changes her last name to the name of their company wow she was she was in it. Like there was no question of her commitment. She fucking finessed <laughs> those motherfuckers. Like that is that is amazing. What what else? So what did uh, she did she do it? Did she make the five thousand? Uh so she made it to Chicago in September and after nearly giving up, she traded her forty two pound forty two pound women's bike for a men's model which made which weighed only half as much. So I read somewhere else the men's model bike was a fixed gear and it didn't have brakes. Wow. So kind of like a fixie. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Like when you see a fucking hipster riding on the road these days on a bicycle with no brakes and they're just pedaling their little hearts out, that's what she was riding. And she lost 20 pounds before she switched to the woman's bike. Damn. Where did she start from? She started from Boston. Okay, so, so she's going west. Yes, yeah, so she. it was a little bit confusing, the route that she took, and apparently they didn't specify how many miles she had to ride her bike, you know, because obviously she was going to have to take, like, sh- tr- uh, ships to get across oceans and stuff. So I feel like she kind of uh, used public transportation a lot. Yeah. But so she left from Boston in June. And so she made it to Chicago in September. So that that's mid June, July, August, September. So that's four months. Wow. So that that sounds as though she probably rode her bike a lot of that way because that took that's a long ass time. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely at least half. So she sailed. Let's see if any of this was. Uh, so 
they because they didn't specify how many miles she had to ride, she sailed from France to East Asia with brief stops in Egypt, Sri Lanka, and Singapore. Um, and I read somewhere else that when she got to France, they impounded her bike and uh, interrogated her for a long time because she thought they thought she was too muscular to be a woman. And what they assigned her as, like they assigned her the category of neutral beings. Wait, because she was muscular? She was so buff by that. By the time she made it to France, they didn't believe that she was a woman. Oh my god. Well, what did they think was going to happen if she's riding across the fucking United States? Right, okay. And you can you imagine a 42-pound bicycle? Oh my gosh, I can't I can't even imagine a 20-pound bicycle. That sounds so heavy. Yeah, like, bicycles these days are, like, bullshit if they weigh more than 10 pounds, you know, like. Yeah. I can't even, that's just, like, that's dragging, like, a small child. Like, that's riding, like, pedaling a small child under your legs. To get... <laughs> and hanging on to you. Yeah, just carrying one. Uh, she was in Spain by March. On March 23rd, she arrived back in the U.S. via San Francisco's Golden Gate Bridge. Over the next six months, she rode across the Southwest, Midwest, and Great Plains, reaching Chicago on September 12th, 1895, just under 15 months from her original departure from Boston. Wow. So she did it. Let's see. She fucking did it. She won the bet, an enormous athletic feat circumnavigating the globe on a bicycle, not to mention that she was a woman making her way in a male-dominated world, fending for herself financially. So some of the things that she did to make money uh, were she would speak at lectures, like book gigs to speak at lectures, and they, uh, they say that she made up a lot of like, make money at these, so people were saying... She claimed to be an orphan, an heiress, a lost student, an inventor, med student, cousin of a U.S. congressman, and niece of a U.S. senator, amongst other things. She was, like, she was pulling, like, everything out of her back pocket. Like, she was not... She fucking... Can you imagine, though, like, doing that now would be absolutely psychotic, but thinking about doing it back then when, like, so much of the world wasn't even developed and, like... That would be insane. And then, like, by yourself as a woman, that's just. That's, that's terrifying to me. Yes. When you think about doing that, even to, like, traveling by yourself around the world. Like, think about doing that completely by yourself. I sometimes don't want to ride my bike by myself in a heavily wooded area at the park that's, like, yeah. down the street. I can't even imagine. I mean, that's. That is amazing. Like, that, that takes some. That takes some ovaries, for sure. Yeah, like she fucking did the damn thing, uh, and she also made merch to sell. Like she had handkerchiefs, uh, pictures, pins, and autographs. So she was like peddling merch, speaking at lectures. Um, I read a thing where she briefly—I can't remember where this was. I wish I had written it down, but she like briefly worked with. Uh, not worked with, but she was in the south, I think. Oh, fuck, I can't remember. Maybe it was the south of England or something. But she was, like, working with a search party 
for like a bounty that they were trying to fulfill, like <laughs> trying to catch a criminal or something. Oh my god. It's fucking crazy. So when she finally made it back to Chicago, she collected a ten the ten thousand dollars, rejoined her family in Chicago, and then eventually moved to New York. And then she started writing features for the New York Times. Um like she was writing about her story and then she started she became a journalist. Hell yeah. That is awesome. Um, How fucking sick is that? That is, that's inspirational. That just makes me want to go out and, I mean, she did it. And she did it at a time that was probably, I don't know if you could say it was worse than now, but there's definitely more parts of the world that I feel like people respect women more. And you could potentially be a little bit safer. I don't know. I, I don't know if I can make that claim. But back then when it was just so unheard of. Did they mention her having any type of, I don't know, did she ever get hurt? Because I know, like, with Kenny, my husband, for those of you who don't know, he loves to do long-distance cycling. And if you don't properly, you know, take care of everything downstairs with sitting on that saddle for so many hours, you can get saddle oh, sores. Fuck. Oh, just the pain. I'm a little whiny bitch if I ride more than an hour. <laughs> um, I did read that she... She got hurt. There weren't specifics about, like, if it was broken bones or whatever. But she definitely got hurt and definitely got sick. And she had to fix her bike by herself a lot of times. Like, it would break down and she would just have to figure it out. And I forgot to mention this, but when she uh, made the switch to the women's bike that was lighter. Mm -hmm. So she, she lost 20 pounds by that point gained like shitloads of muscle and then she changed into wearing a men's riding suit like switched from a men's bike to a woman's bike so it was lighter and yes. then she stopped wearing dresses completely and would just wear a fucking suit i mean honestly i thought that was like the best decision because can you imagine riding a bike in a skirt like a long ass skirt that just sounds like a pain in the ass <laughs> so annoying let me see, I'm trying to find pictures of her. There's, like, a portrait of her, which is an actual picture, and looks really sick. And there's one of her standing next to her bicycle in, like, a floofy blouse. And it's so sick. Like, she's wearing a top hat all the time. And she just looks like a normal mom, you know? Like, Yeah, like, you just would never guess that this this housewife all of a sudden was like, hell yeah, I'll do it, and... There she went. Yeah, before that, like, she didn't have a career or anything. She was just a mom and a wife. And she was 24 years old. She's younger than me. Like, younger than I am now. Wow. I wonder, I guess her husband was chill, because... Yeah, I don't know what... Do you, like, what the fuck do you think was going through his brain? She's like, so, honey, I'm leaving. I made a bet with some dudes. Leaving. Uh, I'm going to be gone a little over a year. You, you guys will be fine, right? Like, I'm just gonna go ride my bicycle around the world. You think he was like, um, come again? What? Um, what? Are you taking the children? <laughs> um, say, what the fuck now? How am I, who's, who's gonna feed me? I saw this, um, oh, I don't know, I didn't investigate it, but it was supposedly an old ad that was anti-women voting. Oh my god. Um, you know, back when they were trying to get the 19th Amendment, and it showed, like, this man terrified, holding, like, four babies in his arms as his, like, his wife was getting dressed to go out to vote. And so, like, their whole point <laughs> <laughs> was 
was that he just didn't fucking want to be left alone with the kids. Like, that oh was, like, his God. main concern. I thought that was so funny. But that's what made me think of, hey, bye. I'm going to go for, like, a 15-month bike ride around the world. I mean. Oh, my God. But, like, she came home and joined. Like, he, I, I wish that they had talked a little bit more about that. But, like, he must have been chill about it. Yeah, I mean. And then to think, because, like, now I almost feel like that would be easier because you could call your husband and, like, have, con- like, a little bit more contact with him. I bet he only, like, they had letters, obviously, but, like, he could never write her because he wouldn't know where the fuck she would be. Yeah, but then, I mean, how long do letters, like, would letters take? Like, how long do they take then? Because I know they had, like, you know, steamboats and railroads, but still. That's so crazy. Um, I just read another, she, uh, when she admitted to having a family in interviews, she quoted as saying, I didn't want to spend my life at home with a baby under my apron every year. Maybe she was doing this so she, (laughs) she was trying to sterilize herself. (laughs) She's like, this is the perfect way. (laughs) (laughs) Permanent. Permanently. Permanent damage to my (laughs) vagina. (laughs) Oh, wow. I found a um, picture. Maybe you saw this of her route. Oh, shit. So it kind of shows from Chicago all the way to Boston. Then, yeah, to France, all through the Middle East, down to Africa. Wow. That's crazy. This is so crazy. I mean, she went all around. Like, she went through all of Western Europe and the Middle East and, like, the Northwest no, the northeast portion of Africa, and then down, like, towards China and India, and then, I guess she took a ship through the Pacific, I would assume. Wow. Wow, yeah. At one point, she was picked up unconscious. Oh, fuck. And she was, uh, had to be in the hospital for two days. That could have been the end of her. Yeah. The wrong person that found her was just like. <laughs> yeah, I was outside of Stockton a few a few days, and she, and she met was met with a bad accident. As she was riding along, the driver of, of a buggy ran her down and ran her over. What so the fuck? fuck, I guess there was still haters towards the bikes back then too. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, so then she was carried into Stockton, where she laid in a hospital for two days. Jesus. And so the doctors didn't even think she was going to recover, and she kept coughing up so much blood. But by the end of it, she was just like, you know what? Here I am, and what is more, I intend to com- complete the journey. So she got run over by a car. And this fuck? bitch was like, after coughing up blood, was like, no, yeah, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. $10,000, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. That's fucking bananas. I wonder how long they could have lived off that. How long what? Like, how long do you think their family could have lived off of that? Oh, I mean, I want to know. So, I, I bet we can look that up. $10,000 in, like, what was it? The late 1800s? When was that? Yeah, 1895. 1895 is how much now? Let's see. What would $10,000 be equivalent to today? Okay, so try my new interactive inflation calculator. Oof, fun. 
This is the nerdiest shit ever. How much, how much money would this be back then? So let's see. So $10,000 back then. And then let's do, we're 2016 now. So what would it be? I'm not very great with Excel sheets. This is, okay, maybe never mind. Let's try. Um, man, this is, I thought this would be so much easier to find. Because people crazy. talk about this stuff all the time. Yeah, why wouldn't there be, like, a, you know, they have Google Translator. I need Google Currency. I, <laughs> I, um, work with someone who told me she graduated like she did four years of college Spanish and passed all of her stuff because of Google Translator. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I was like, "That's horrible yet brilliant, but horrible." Oh God! <laughs> but I was like, "Hey, that's kind of you know the internet. That's kind of why people. I don't know, but anyway, I can't. It's requiring me to do a lot more than I want to do. Um, yeah, don't fucking do that. I'm, We're gonna have to edit out so much of this." Just going like, uh, oh god, Excel sheets. Why? Uh, why the fuck did you start an Excel sheet in the middle of this? <laughs> We're really it. dedicated to our podcast. Um, I need the information for the people. For the people, the people need to know what ten thousand would be <laughs> now. I'm guessing it's probably a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. If I'm gonna just throw out some numbers. It's gotta be a lot. This like, has to be a lot. I mean, that just, that set them up. You know it did. Um, oh, yeah. And then she started writing for the New York Times. Like, they had it. Yeah, that is, oh, I bet that was amazing. I bet she has so many amazing stories. Um, yeah, because one thing that even held, uh, popped up, this is a promotional piece for the Sterling Cycle Works that appeared in May 11th, 1895. So they kind of held onto her story um, and used it to kind of advertise for themselves. Mm -hmm. But I guess at one point she was held up by three masked men. My God. So they, when she was riding by, they had sprung out from a clump of bushes by the wayside. She pluckily drew her pistol and was just about to shoot when one of them grabbed her from behind and took the pistol away. They were, they, all they secured was three franks and they left her swearing a variety of french oaths that they expected to get all the money which she made in paris okay so should they saw her in paris knew she had made some money and so they were planning on stealing from her but then all she had was three francs and so they're like this was a waste of time <laughs> well she's fucking lucky they didn't just kill her for good measure i know thank god i feel like if i was a if i was a robber I, like, go to all of the trouble to try and set somebody up to rob them, and then they have nothing. I would want to kill them just for the satisfaction. <laughs> I went through all of this effort, and you give me nothing. <laughs> you die. I am committing a crime today, okay? It's happening. I think now you would probably have to kill them, because then they could so easily, like, take a picture of you or, like, report you. But back then... Who knows? There, she's probably in, like the French countryside. They're like, "Fuck it, you're not gonna do jack shit about this." 
Yeah, you will never see me again. You will never see us again. And she probably, I don't even know, did she speak any other languages? Because they were cursing in French. Oh, I doubt it. I don't think so. So she's like, au revoir. <laughs> <laughs> au revoir, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. Uh, but this was, this was a fun podcast. I'm, I learned a lot. Didn't know. I learned a lot, too. Didn't know about little, little Annie Londonberry. Yeah, it was really interesting. I enjoyed reading about her, and I remember, like, I was sitting there drinking my coffee and reading everything I could find on the internet about her, just writing furiously, because I don't have a computer to work on, so I just, like, take actual physical notes. Which is so much better for you. I think they've done studies that show when you actually write things down, that act helps you remember things so much better than if you just... Yeah, because your brain is having to, like, process it two different times or two different ways or something. Exactly, yeah. And then the cognitive movement and all that that bullshit. All that. All that fun science-y jazz. But, yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I love, I always love reading about women who overcome and they do the unexpected. I believe, like, there was, like, the first uh, woman, a Puerto Rican woman who won something. Was it in gymnastics this past Olympics? Wow. Um, I, be- I want to say gymnastics. Someone's probably going to correct us. I could look it up. But I, I just know a Puerto Rican woman won something, so... Suck it, everyone. And then um, there was a like a woman who was in her late forties, early fifties, who won. I think it was cycling. Like she got a oh, medal. Oh yeah, I yeah. read about her. She came out of retirement yes. for the Olympics this year. And somebody, somebody was like asking her why, and she said, "Because I can." Like that's. I I kind of love that reason because you can. Like you're you're alive, and why not? Yeah, like. She, She's not injured. She's not incapable of it, and that's why I love this story. I think it wasn't like, wasn't like an underdog story or like a survival story. It was like she did something amazing just for the fucking sake of it. Yeah, I mean, and then I mean of, money also, but <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's while that's a lot, a lot of money. I'm sure back then that's still a crazy feat. That'd be a crazy feat now. Like, even if you could fly between continents, riding that much and by yourself, and then she didn't have... I mean, what did she do? Because, like, now we could be like, let's plug in our phones and listen to a podcast or a book, or... She just had herself and her thoughts and the open road. Oh my god, can you imagine <laughs> how crazy you would go? That... I would think I you... you gotta be a little insane after that like just a little slight level and then like who knows how even developed the roads were then so for her to be like trying to figure out how to ride like i mean that's just that's intense i can't get over this story that's just crazy so cool i think there's a book about her i would like to read yeah that Probably, probably had i read that i would have a lot more information about her but no, I think this was the right amount. It's very podcasty amount, I would say. <laughs> Just a little blurb to get people interested. And then you got so y'all can go rent the book or buy the book and uh, read more. Yeah, we're here to inspire you to challenge yourself to learn more. We... <laughs> you want me to do all the research for you? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. We plant seeds. We don't water them. Yeah, I'll get just enough information to get you interested. 
like the, like the trailer to a movie and then that's it. <laughs> and then we just stop. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just start cutting off our podcast in the middle so people get that. That'll be like a fucking marketing ploy. Like what happened? I need to know. <laughs> it's like tune in next time to maybe you find <laughs> out or maybe not. <laughs> Just for the second half of this story. We stopped mid-sentence. We know. Well, I'm super proud of us for, you know, doing the uh, long-distance podcasting. I feel like we kind of figured it out. I'm hoping this the- might... Yeah, maybe we can figure out a more sophisticated way, but it's going to be like this for a couple times, I think. Yeah. I mean, with the holidays and everything, it just makes it so much harder. Because anytime I'm coming up to Dallas or Austin, I'm like you know it's like a holiday and so you're gonna be with your family i'm with my family and you know and then you're probably going to tennis are you going to tennessee for christmas i am i'm going for we're going to houston for thanksgiving but then i'm going to tennessee from there okay and then i'll be in tennessee for like a week for christmas so so yeah i think i think those will be good opportunities for us to do like some special stuff like Maybe you host one by yourself, or me host one by myself, or we do, like, a Skype interview with, like, our family. All Can you imagine? Oh, my God. If we did an episode with all of our families listening, or, like, with us. <laughs> yeah, so they could just laugh at all our hilarious jokes. My mom would just leave. Yeah, she she's would like, hear me say, she would tell me to stop saying the fuck word, and then she would leave. Yeah, she's like, I just can't, I can't handle this right now. <laughs> She can handle pretty much any curse word except the fuck word is just particularly offensive to her. I just, I don't, I don't understand, but I respect it. Yeah, yeah, just there's sometimes those things that, there's some reason that it it resonates in her mind as being super negative and gotta just be like, all right, mom, I respect you for being you. Yeah, you have your reasons. I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna stop saying fuck, but around you. I'll try. Yeah, you're like, I can, I can have self-control. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been episode three. Yeah, this was, this out was of, great. Out of, trapped in the closet. <laughs> this is our, our in the closet <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we covered our Kelly for our podcast, sitting in the closet. <laughs> uh, well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. And... We should have episode two out soon. It's in the works of getting edited because we don't have sophisticated recording equipment just yet. Um, (laughs) Just a little brother. That's all we have. Yeah, I just have a little brother who fortunately loves to work with sound, (laughs) sound engineering, I guess. Sound correct. I don't know. That's his job. I keep hoping he's going to just like auto-tune the fuck out of it. (laughs) Yeah, just make us sound beautiful. Um... (laughs) So shout out to him, but yeah, we're going to keep doing this. Keep, hope you guys keep listening, and yeah. We'll see you next time. Okay, and bye. Bye. Bye.